Hi, this is Megan's As Mamas. Two best friends with the same name and the same due date, sharing their different experiences as first-time moms. Hey, Megan. Hey, Megan. How are you on this lovely Monday? Oh, actually, I had a great Monday. Um, I'll go ahead and get right into it because I'm the win this week. So I want to talk about the ways that I've won because wins feel few and far between sometimes as a new parent. Um, We finally started to have childcare today. Woo! So, woo! so for those who maybe this is your first episode, uh, we were daycare dropouts. We didn't even make it in because the night before we got an email that was like COVID. One of our friends has COVID. Um, I mean, Tyler and I just couldn't do it. And this was in February too. Um, it was like end of January, early February. That's when like the vaccine was still kind of like nebulous. Um, so all that to say, we were like, oh, let's get a nanny. But that process takes a while. And so we used an agency. And I'll do, we can do a whole episode on that. I'll talk about what that process was like. But we finally settled on a wonderful nanny. And today was her first day. And it was so magical. I didn't realize how tired I was. And like, duh, I was trying to be a Two full-time people. mom yeah. at home. And do my full-time job. Um, and so I was exhausted constantly. And I mean, I'm still tired. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but today I just, Tyler and I were both on a phone call. And n- nobody had to go into the nursery with their computer and play with the baby while on the phone call. Um, it's amazing. So it, was pretty, it was just amazing. And she's very sweet and kind, which <laughs> I was talking, Megan and I pre-banter and kind of like, talk about our lives a little bit before we start and I would describe myself as like a nice person I'm a nice human but sweet isn't like one of the adjectives I would necessarily use I think there's just some people who are put on this earth who are just like sweet and kind souls um and I am not one of those I'm a nice person but I wouldn't go that far but she our nanny is very sweet she like sings to Ezra um She's just got this like bubbly personality. And I'm like, this is great. This is fabulous. Um, So we're excited. We're still working through the kinks of the finances because it is very expensive. Um, But we're going to figure it out because it was so worth it today to just be able to like actually do our jobs. Just one job instead of two jobs. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So uh, Megan, since it is Monday can embody Monday and uh, talk about uh, the struggle you've had. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I was trying to pick one. Um, So I guess I'll go with, I'll just go with that. I'm in nap hell and I've been in nap hell (laughs) for, I want to say it's almost a week strong of just. Girl, I think it's longer. We had a, we had a conversation about Napel like a week and a half ago. So, oh God, I'm losing. I don't want to make it worse for you, but you've been in it longer than you think. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. No, you're it, welcome. Anytime. It feels like I think I talked about my struggle a couple episodes ago was like this one day where all she wanted to do was be held by like particularly me. Um, and she was like really struggling. Well, now this is she doesn't want to sleep and the only person who can maybe get her to go to sleep unless she just is completely like conked out tired is me. So that's 
it ate me. you. Ate you. It's me. Um, yeah, I think whenever I texted you a couple days ago, she had taken two naps and they were cumulatively like 50 minutes. So she t- took one 30 minute and one like 20 minute nap where she woke up screaming. And I was like, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, but. But you got to tell the people that you texted me this at two o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, right. Yeah. Your that's time. the important detail. Is like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the important detail. Yeah. Um, so I just, I don't know. Like some f- switch flipped and she just does not want to sleep, does not want a nap, like is having none of it. The minute I, and I don't know if it's like the separation anxiety has like kicked in full force or what it is. But the minute I've like, I can put her down like in her crib and she'll just kind of like look at me. I can give her a pacifier and then it's fine. The minute I leave her sight or like close the door, like full tilt screaming. Um, And even if I do manage to like get her to go to sleep, for some reason, it's like 30 or 45 minutes max. And and she's like an energizer bunny and... (laughs) is awake another three hours so um yeah that's my that's my current struggle um I I, and you know this is what I get because I remember (laughs) at some point when we were talking about sleep which is one of my you know favorite subjects um like I was like oh Riley's always been great to put down for naps like I just put her down and she just goes to sleep and like you know yeah, this is what I get. This... <laughs> so I hope everyone feels better. Yeah. I know you do, Megan. You know, <laughs> I do. And like last week, Ezra was, he's getting four teeth at once because that's normal and fun. Um, and he was having the same thing. He was not, I mean, he's not great at sleeping because he's his father's child. And so Tyler is a party pants. And when we have to leave the party, the bar, the concert, Tyler's a little sad. Ezra's the same way when it comes time for a nap. When you enter, we would walk into the bedroom we were staying at at my mom's house and like turn on the sound machine. He like knew what was coming and would start to cry because he wanted to keep hanging out, even though he'd been up for like a large part of the wake window. And I'm like, you're, you're tired. You're rubbing your eyes, but you still want to party. So, Okay. (laughs) Uh, and last week, yeah, he just only wanted to fall asleep on someone. And often that someone was me. And so I was just like, you know what? Screw it. Like, this is my fate. Um, and I'm not going to worry about the like, don't let your baby fall asleep on you. Don't rock your baby to sleep. I'm like, he needs it. His mouth hurts. We're doing it. He needs to sleep. Yeah. We're doing I mean, it. I think a lot of people, I don't know, like teething is definitely a kind of an exception. I think even for people that are more like in the sleep consultant world you know like i don't know yeah you take a temporary pause um for teething because poor babies but but yeah she's she's been doing that too like there are some times when i just try and walk into her room and if the lights are dim or if i turn the sound machines on she'll just start like meh meh i'm like oh no nope oh god (laughs) No, 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 no. Yeah, so, uh, so fun. But um, today, Megan, you're interviewing me. <laughs> I am interviewing you. Boop, boop. Um, so 
I'll introduce our topic. Uh, recently, for those who are avid listeners, you will know that Megan made an exciting transition. So she decided to step away from her full-time salaried position to kind of take on a new role. And that new role would be uh, Candid. So Megan and her husband, Brian, as she shared, have their own coffee business that is thriving and they're opening up their first brick and mortar. So all of our South Florida listeners go to the grand opening. Um, But also a big component of that was being a stay-at-home mom with Riley. So I'm going to interview Megan about what that process to do that decision-making was like um, and sort of where things are going. So first, Megan, uh, did you always want to be a stay-at-home mom of sorts? And we're going to say, like, we're using the term stay-at-home mom because she's no longer in a salary position. And we know that, like, being a stay-at-home mom can look different in so many different ways. So this is just one way to look at it, that she is essentially not getting paid in the same way for her work. So did you always want to be a stay-at-home mom? No. No. No, no, definitely not. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so I say no. um, And, I mean, I'll go into that a little bit. But I'll caveat this with I would, like, see what I would assume, like, maybe stay-at-home moms, um, like, during my lunch break when I was working, like, taking their kiddos out for lunch or, like, doing X, Y, or Z in, like, working hours um, or, like, going to a mommy and me yoga class or something. I'm like, oh, that looks adorable and amazing. Like, that looks great. (laughs) Um, But just I I just never saw that in the cards for me. Um, Mm -hmm. I... So I was an engineer. So that's the job that I stepped back from, um, a mechanical engineer. <clears throat> and Megan and I met in college. So she knows that. Um, <laughs> she, she used to help me write things and I used to help her with math. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the whole. So in college, I just kept asking Megan because at some point her math stopped having numbers in it when I would look over her shoulder and it was just letters. And I was like, what um but i told her i was like all i want you to do is figure out how to build me a mechanical dolphin that can live in my pool one day why we play with the dolphin how did we i don't even know i don't know how we got there but i would just be like so how does this relate to the dolphin that was always my question still (laughs) is to this day Uh (laughs) it still is the question when she explained her job i'm like great how does this relate to the dolphin? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we must have come up with a mechanical dolphin at some sort of after bar night activity. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah, this sounds like we were at Salty Dog Happy Hour, and I decided that that was hilarious. Yes, 100%. But, um, yes, everything can relate to the mechanical dolphin. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I um, was a mechanical engineer, and I worked at you know, a firm that is in the energy sector. Um, And I had worked at the same job for, you know, since I graduated college, essentially. So um, up until now. Which, why itself is crazy, because I feel like millennials, we bop around a lot. Yeah. Um, And I will say, like, I've been there. So, you know, over nine years, and I saw a lot of people come and go. Um, But I remained um I guess I'm I'm probably more loyal than I should be like almost to a fault you know what I mean um because Mm. businesses are not 
necessarily very loyal to their people anymore. Um, they know they're not your yeah. family. If, if you're listening and you need to hear that, your job is not your family. Your family yep. is your family. No. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm very passionate about that topic. Yeah. I mean, and it's real. Like, I mean, I feel like, you know, it, before, in the before times, <laughs> um, companies did used to take care of their employees a bit more. And I'm not just talking about, like, obviously the given, like, salary or compensation that you have. I'm talking about, like, pensions or, like... I don't know, just more like flexible work situations or something like that. Those things don't happen as often. Like pensions aren't a thing at most companies anymore. Um, in any case, we won't go in, go into the mm-hmm. the inner workings of corporate life, but because um... we would scream <laughs> about it for the whole rest of the episode. So right. continue. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, I got my engineering degree. I started at the company. I actually really liked the job um especially when I first started out and um there's a lot to learn and it it was kind of just a big part of my identity I feel like um to you know get that degree and um I I liked the job and so it became a part of my identity so I never saw myself giving that up I guess to be a stay-at-home mom yeah that's real so knowing that that wasn't the path you originally wanted to go down, what ultimately made you decide to make this shift? Yeah. Um, so it, it was kind of multiple things coming together at once. Um, I mentioned mm-hmm. that I was happy in my job, like when, especially when I first started. The happiness started to decline. <laughs> Maybe just the way I was growing as a person, I just wasn't getting as much enjoyment out of the job I'll just I'll leave it there um so and Brian and I like you said Megan we had started uh Candid Coffee um as something we both wanted to do together um back in 2018 so you know that was growing and everything um so even before we had Riley we were kind of already talking about when we could make the shift to Candid potentially growing and then becoming our source of income because it would allow us a lot more flexibility. Um, And I think that's like the ultimate thing for me and having Riley just, you know, made that tenfold is like flexibility. Um, Because at least my job, um, while they, they would work with people, you know, um, it's still a very, they were still very like nine to five, like be in the office over time is encouraged, like type mentality. Like it wasn't, uh, yeah. it, I wouldn't say they encouraged work-life balance. Let's put it that way. Um, if anything, yeah. they encouraged the opposite and they weren't like big fans, even throughout the pandemic. Like you could tell they wanted people back in the office as soon as possible. Cause they, like the mentality that at least my organization had was that people are more productive in the office versus home, which I don't necessarily agree with that, but no. Yeah. It, that to me is a very individual yeah. thing. Like I, when I, before I was being watcher of Ezra and my job, Oh my gosh. I mean, I would work 50 hours was a slow mm-hmm. week because I cut out my like commute. So I would just start working. Yeah. And that was my problem too. When I had my last job where I worked from home, I 
worked constantly because it was a lot easier to do anyways as you yeah I and I agree too like I hadn't really worked from home until the pandemic and then cutting out the commute yeah I would just like log in a little early or stay on a little later and if I needed to check on something at 8 p.m. or 10 p.m. or something before going be going to bed like it would it was right there so definitely um anyway uh so yeah so we had candid we were already talking about maybe potentially making the shift to to candid in the future and then we had riley and then there was a pandemic (laughs) um so yeah and just the thought of like putting Riley in daycare. I I originally had planned to do that, but then when it really like came down to doing it, we were just like, I don't know that we want to do that right now. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're already talking about making the shift. So to, to me, you know, stepping back from my engineering job and, you know, spending more time with Riley and at Candid Coffee. um, So let's just do that now is a kind of what made us uh, make that decision yeah and that that is a really big decision and i think people who are considering this there's a lot you have to weigh so what are some of the steps that you took to prepare to make this shift yeah so like i said it it wasn't like being a stay-at-home mom solely was not something that I saw myself doing. Um, so to me, I needed just, and that's not to say that being a stay at home mom is not a full-time job because it absolutely is, but like, and and more, it's actually because of that. I knew that like, I would need something else to kind of break, break it up because especially after like being at home with Riley this long, I, I mean, shout out to all the like stay at home moms who 100% like focus on their kids. I mean, geez, (laughs) it's a lot. Like, it's just, it's a lot. Um, So I I knew that I wanted at least like something else that I could work on um, when when I could get childcare, you know, from either my mom or Brian's mom um, is also available to watch her. Um, so a few hours a day working on something. Um, so for me, that was candid, um, coffee. So we wanted to get it to a place where, you know, it wasn't a black hole for our money, um, because that's what new businesses are essentially. Um, so it, it kind of, you know, it got, it's gotten to a place where we felt like, okay, you know, if we just focus more and do X, Y, and Z, like we can grow it. And, um, and yeah, so that's, that's where I needed to be. I needed to have something else to kind of work on when I could. Um, and we needed to be financially in a place where it made sense for me to be able to step back. Um, and for us to not have my salary, obviously, um, that was a big one, but yeah, we worked it out. Um, it's definitely, I'm going to, we're going to have to be budgeted a bit more. Um, and mm-hmm. I'll say that I, mm, I I feel very privileged to say that I don't necessarily think we've been on a real budget, I'll say. Like I, yeah. 
No, I yeah. mean, of course, we have to think about like large purchases, but in general, like week to week, month to month, um, we don't find ourselves having, or previously we didn't find ourselves having to really budget. Um, now we may have to do a little bit of that, <laughs> um, but it's kind of a sacrifice that we're willing to make to have me be able to step back and put more time in with Riley and, and the coffee business. So. Yeah. And I think you hit on a good point. It's just like, it takes for a lot of families, a lot more like thought than previously before. And there's a lot of privilege in that, right? Like a lot of people can't afford that. Um, like frankly, like Tyler and I, with our salaries, we can't afford for one of us to not mm-hmm. be working here in Nashville because Nashville is a bazillion dollars. Um, it was funny. We were just in Florida and like we went out for our anniversary and we got like appetizers, drinks and entrees. And it was like, it was like $120, which is an expensive mm-hmm. meal. But in Nashville, had we done the same thing, easily almost $300 with really easy peasy. Oh yeah. I mean, it, it's ridiculous. Um, so yeah. And I was a friend of our, a friend of ours, Jess, who's that millennial mama. She did a little can't remember if it was a reel or she just talked about it but to practice when she made the transition from working in i think she was in advertising and marketing before to being a stay-at-home mom she and her husband like lived on just his salary for a while just to like feel what that felt like and then they were able to like make a budget and kind of go from there so like i feel like that's really great advice for giving megan like you got to think about like what are those financial implications and those changes that you're going to make? And then like the mental yeah. changes. Um, I just think that it, it, it's a big shift as you were talking about for um, our identities, right? Like a lot of my identity it less. So now that I'm a mom and I just don't have the time was wrapped up in yep. what I do. And so to go from like what you do and for what a decade being a huge part of what you are to, now it's different like you are an entrepreneur um and but there's also this like other piece as opposed to being like a you know salaried person yeah it that was a huge thing for me and I think that's why uh, like I said we we had kind of talked about me taking the step back and focusing a bit more on Candid before having Riley but I just couldn't quite bring myself to do it um I yeah I mean, I think it was also partially, it wasn't the right timing for the business itself too. But on top of it, I also, that mental shift, like I wasn't in a comfortable zone for that because yeah, I mean, the degree, like being an engineer was something that I obviously worked for, you know, I got a college degree for it. I worked almost 10 years at the same company and it's just it's one of the first things that you find people ask you, like, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? do? And I'm just Mm -hmm. so used to being like, Oh, I'm an engineer. And then people, you know, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, it just becomes this big part of who you think you are. So it's a very, very big, big shift. But, but like you said, Megan, becoming a mom is also a huge shift and it's almost like it Mm -hmm. like just shoves its way in there, you know, like now I'm a mom. (laughs) Um, Mm-hmm. which is another huge part of my identity. Um, but I feel like having Riley and and then the business getting to a point where, 
you know, we could work it out financially. And of course we had like spreadsheets. We were like, okay, like (laughs) working out our budget and everything. But, but having Riley really kind of pushed me over the edge of like, okay, I can, I can make this shift now. Like now it feels like it makes sense. Yeah, I do. Cause I remember before you got pregnant that this was, you're like, Oh, I'm kind of like toying around the idea, but I don't think as your friend, I heard in your voice, like any seriousness until like more yeah. recently. Um, I think before you're like, yeah, I kind of like, I want that to happen. Um, but it didn't to me, you're, you weren't in like the like mindset that of like, this is the yeah. thing. Um, so. Yeah. The cute little bundle just sent you over. I was going to say, yeah. Becoming a parent really uh, pushes your your boundaries, I feel like. I don't know. It's definitely not something I was prepared for. Just the the huge mental shift. I mean, I wasn't prepared for any of it. Let's be honest. <laughs> what? All those hours of late night research turned into nothingness? <laughs> Who said that? Yeah, useless. No. (laughs) So thinking about the long term, and I know you've been at this, what, a whopping two weeks? Uh, Well, a little over a week. Yeah. (laughs) A little over a week. Yeah. See, again, time is a construct when you're a parent. One week, six weeks. (laughs) It feels very similar. Yeah. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. So yeah, what are you thinking about long term? Is this like something you want to continue doing? You think? Um, what are sort of your thoughts there? Uh, yeah. So it all depends on, I guess how how our business goes. Because um, again, just for like knowing myself and my personality, um, I I need that something else. Even if it's not an eight hour a day thing, I need something else to focus on for like a couple hours a day um Mm -hmm. so I guess as long as that as you know candid is working out as long as we can do it financially um and it continues to be like a happy arrangement for our family then uh yeah I could see this being being long term now of course if we get to a point where you know, financially, we just can't do it anymore. And it's putting a strain on our family. Um, or, or it's not no longer fulfilling, you know, like, no longer working out, I guess. Um, then I would make the switch back. Um, so, so yeah, I think as long as it, I guess, as long as it works out, it works out. (laughs) It's kind of the answer to that question. Uh, yeah, and I think that's something really important because uh, I do think that as we describe in like parenthood, there's like the groups that hate each other. There's like you're a breastfeeder, or you're a formula <laughs> yeah. feeder, or you're like a sleep trainer, or you're not. Um, and there's like a stay at home mom, or you're a working mom. And it's like it doesn't have to be this right. way, right? Like it can be very fluid. And I think that there are some women who like it is very important to them that they are home and they are have that active role in raising their children and that fills their bucket and that is awesome um but that might change like we have a great friend shout out joanna who like previously was a stay-at-home mom and she's also in the air force reserves and so she would do her like air force reserve stuff i think it was once a month Mm -hmm. um but 
as her son William is now almost five, she's transitioned to going back more regularly. I think she actually works now every single day or almost every day um, because she just felt, felt it was time. So I think that we get in this thing of like, oh, I'm only going to be a stay-at-home mom or I'm only going to be a working mom. And like, you never know. And I think like if the last year has taught us anything, it is you de- you you right. have no idea. Um, like, you know, you think you're like cruising along doing these things and then, you know, here comes the explicit tag. Life like bitch slaps you and you you, re- you remember like your place, right? Yep. And so I think that it's, I just, I really love the way like you're thinking about it and that it'll work or it won't. Um, and again, for some people, like they don't have a choice. Either the choice is you have to work because you can't financially swing it otherwise, or you have to stay home because like childcare costs are so exorbitant that whatever you're making would just get like poured into that. So what's the point? Um, But to just like, yeah, try to be, I don't know, mama's out there, be fluid with these things if it's possible for you to do. Yeah. Um, And that's something I've struggled with. Honestly, I've, I've finally like come to a place where I'm, I'm okay being fluid with it because I struggled with it a lot. Like I had several conversations with Brian um, about it when I wasn't quite ready to like make the mental shift, you know? Um, Yeah. And he's like, this isn't a permanent, like it, you don't have to think about this. Like it's a permanent thing. Like, okay. If you want to try this, um, then you try it. If it doesn't work out, whether, you know, something changes and we can't swing it as a family or it's just not working for you like mentally like filling your bucket etc then like you can find another like I I mean I'm sure it might take a little bit of time but like you can find another job or if you leave the company on good terms which I did my best to do like just go knock on the door again like it doesn't have to be a okay now I'm going to be a full stay at home mom and I'm never looking back, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, I think about, I have friends whose moms chose to be stay at home moms for like a portion of their lives and then went on to like do something totally different. Um, So I have a friend's mom who like went back to nursing school and decided to become a nurse and like loved it and was like super fulfilled. But she thinks she started out as an interior decorator And then decided to be a stay-at-home mom. So it's like, like a hard <laughs> yeah. right, right? And so like, you know, you just never know. And I think that we oftentimes feel like, oh, I've made this choice. So now this is the thing. And it really doesn't have to be that. Yeah, way. it doesn't. And it's funny that you say that because I, I guess for me, like becoming Riley's mom and it, it, it kind of provided this stopping point, I'll say, like in my life where it's like a crossroads type situation not that it has to be Mm -hmm. like Britney uh, Spears crossroads (laughs) of course (laughs) sorry I had to do it couldn't let it go I'm glad you didn't um but yeah like it provided a stopping point because I feel like if I if it didn't happen I guess like I would have just continued on my trajectory you know yeah um and this kind of through a huge like wrench in my life you know not that I mean we 
I mean, Riley was planned. <laughs> so, you know, she wasn't. So we, we, we knew it was coming. But like I said, you just don't like know where you're going to be at mentally, I feel like until you like, have no. your baby. And then, you know, it, it you may feel differently. I'll just say that. Um, and it just kind of provided a big like, stopping point, like, oh, well, now I'm a mom. And you know, we have this, this, and this going on. I, I don't have to do this same trajectory forever. I can take a detour. I can come back if I need to. Um, or I can keep going on my detour. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I even think now I can share, since I told everyone at my own job, I'm changing jobs. Um, I'm taking Yay. on a different job and a big part of, <laughs> yay, a big part of what precipitated this was um, my job, current job is just, is really super demanding. Um, I love the people I work with, but it, it's really challenging. And I know that it also having Ezra, I was like, I need something that I can still feel like I'm contributing, but that isn't um, so draining on the other end. Because I just, that's not the way I want to feel when I'm parenting him. I don't want to be so drained from my job and the work environment I'm in that I'm not able to be the person I want to be. And so that's what was also made me feel like, okay, it's time for a change. So even if, you know, you're considering being a stay-at-home mom and you're like, okay, maybe I can't financially swing it, maybe look for a different type of job. Um, Maybe a job that gives you more flexibility or a job that, you know, maybe you wanted to try, I don't know, something that's more aligned with your passions, whatever that means, or you want to find a job where you give back Uh or something like that. Maybe like use this moment when you're already kind of like relearning who you are to like (laughs) try something else new and see if like that better fits with the new identity that you're moving into. Yeah, that's a great way to put it for sure. And uh, the flexibility thing is just, I mean, that's a, obviously a huge reason why I'm doing what I'm doing but I Mm -hmm. I know that hits big for a lot of parents and just I don't know just as a general statement I guess I just wish in general that um, more jobs or companies would recognize that if you give people greater flexibility um, especially like parents um, that they would be more likely to stay and do a good job um in general at least that's my opinion um oh. because i just i don't think at least like the traditional culture of of a lot of companies um is really set up to help families or or people in general that have other things going on in their lives yeah i mean we posted on our Instagram last week, the we expect women to work like they don't have children and raise children as, the, as if they don't work. And it's just, it's not doable. And I also see the pressure that we put on like secondary caregivers. So if that's a dad or a partner or whatever your family situation is, like they need to be do the things too. Like Tyler ended up only because of like funky pressures at his job. He took two weeks, which is a lot more than most you know partners get but like two weeks is not enough time to like do the things and the only reason it kind of worked out is because he was home right working from home 
but it's just like that's not supportive of families so if you're gonna say that you like care about families and children you got to give parents the flexibility to be able to raise healthy well-rounded loved children while also being able to make a living wage yep 100 percent. so on the we're on the advice train already so we might as well just keep trucking along um so what is advice would you give to someone who's considering being a stay-at-home mom yeah so um like i said i mean i had to just do a lot of self-reflection i'll say so um i would just say to reflect on what you really want like take the pause that motherhood might be giving you and if you're thinking about being a stay-at-home mom obviously have a large conversation if you have a partner um how that would work for you guys financially um and you know if it if it is something that makes sense for your family situation um and also just think about what you want your days to look like um if you're considering being a stay-at-home mom. So, I mean, for me, that's that was like a big thing that Brian and I talked about. Obviously, once we figured out that it was a financially viable situation, is like, well, what do you want your days to look like? Like, okay. Um, and just imagine like, okay, wake up, you know, take care of my baby. Um, do I want to, you know, have an hour to work out or something like that? Or do I want to take the kids somewhere? I don't know. Just, just imagine like what the switch is going to look like. And, um, and that Mm -hmm. might help you, I guess, make, make the decision. Um, if you're on the fence, um, as far as whether you want to become a stay at home mom or not. Um, yeah, I think that's a good advice to imagine what your day would be like. Um, because I feel like, if you are a working mom and you, you're like, Oh, well maybe it'll be like maternity leave. Like, I don't actually think that's a realistic picture of what it's like to be a stay at home mom. It's like a window a little bit, but it's like, once they're older, your, your, your time looks different. You are spending more time with them awake. Um, maybe to think about like, Oh, when am I going to fit in a workout or when am I going to, I don't know, take time for myself because you have to take time for yourself as a stay at home parent. Um, so I think that's really great advice to help people get in the mindset of like, is this something I want to do? Um, and maybe you can like test drive it. If you have PTO days that you're available to you, maybe you take like a week off and see like, what does this week feel like? Yeah. Or even a couple days and see like, Hey, what does this day feel like? Um, and that way you can get a better picture of how you're about to spend your time. Cause it's going to change significantly. So how do, what does your your day look like so um so mine right now um when my mom or when brian's mom can help watch riley for a few hours um so in the mornings my mom has come over and she's watched riley um for like three to four hours um and then we've gone to candid uh brian and i and we've you know worked on our coffee business um and then I've spent the rest of the afternoon with Riley. Um, and usually I, I started trying to fit a, a fit a workout in her morning nap, which I used to have to start working. Um, so that's been really nice. It's only like 15 minutes, um, but it's, it's very, 
very good for my mental health. I feel like um, when I can mm-hmm. convince myself to do it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'm, the taking the time off and seeing if if the day is what you want or or can be what you want. That's that's great. A uh, great suggestion, Megan. Um, and I guess to add on to that, um, I would besides the financial stuff, um, I would also have like a discussion with you know, if you have a partner on, okay, if you did make this big shift, if there's any like change to your typical, maybe like roles that you guys play, like, let's say, uh, typically, like maybe your husband cooks dinner or something. Um, Is that, would that change now? If like, you know, you're a stay at home mom, like is his work situation changing or his or her, you know, just not only what your day will look like, but is there any shift in kind of the, the roles that your partnership um, may have um, individually? Yeah, that is a really good conversation to have. We That's actually one we'll just touch on later. Um, what roles you play in parenting. Um, and definitely if you are going to be a stay-at-home parent, advocate that your partner also still has to be yes. involved. Um, it's It's very important that you get time to be you whatever that looks like for you so don't so be sure to have that conversation with that person um to make sure that y'all are on the same page exactly yeah i feel like especially before becoming a parent like some some people tend to think like stay-at-home moms or stay-at-home parents may have a lot of free time and I I didn't really think this, but like now, especially after having Riley, I'm like, uh, no, like (laughs) zero free time, um, zero time to be like a human, um, by yourself. I mean, because by the time, especially now, so like you figure what what's Riley's uh, shortest wake window? Let's just go with that. Two hours. Okay, two hours. That means you're entertaining baby doing the things for two hours and then since she's crap napping let's pretend she wasn't crap napping and she took an hour and a half nap in that hour and a half you need to what like potentially prepare food for her eat yourself go to the bathroom get a drink of water do laundry take the pets out feed the pets remember to feed the pets (laughs) Because that's a problem for us. We finally had to set a reminder. Oh on my the god! Alexa. Oh, we're no, bad I, I put it in our in I'd our be... calendar in our phones. I put like feed yeah. dogs now because yeah. Brian would be like, I mean, we wouldn't be... necessarily forget, but it would be like seven p.m. and I'd be like, "Did you feed the dogs?" and he'd be like, "Um, I think so, but was that yesterday?" <laughs> like, <laughs> which is like terrible. It us yes. I mean, one day, like, Bourbon was just staring at us. That's our dog. And I was like, what's your problem? And then it was, like, 1130, and he eats once a day in the morning. And I was like, oh, my God. In the morning, he was like, I, I was like, Tyler, did you feed him? And he's like, no, oh. did you feed him? We didn't feed him, so we gave him a little extra. Because Bourbon is the type, like, he'll just, like, stare sadly at you. And you're like, what, what, did, I, what did I forget? Or what, what did I do? He won't like bark at you. None of that. Um, so yes. So all that to say, like stay at home parents aren't just, you know, laying around eating bonbons. Like they're busy. They're 
trying to manage their household and the baby and themselves and like a lot of most stay-at-home parents I know are also doing another thing if that's like volunteering at their kid's school or if that's you know being a blog a mom blogger on the side if that's running a coffee business or air force reserves whatever the thing is like no i don't know anyone who's just like maxing and relaxing nope (laughs) so yeah definitely not not at all well megan thank you for sharing with the people all about your exciting big decision this was a really big thing for you and i'm very proud of you so much uh hopefully it helps any other women out there who are thinking of maybe making a big shift it's a big change but all right megan um do you want to tell the people where to find us so you can find us on instagram at megan's as mamas and the companion blog to our podcast is megansasmamas.com and if you're listening to us on apple podcasts please rate and subscribe and tell another mama in your life about our podcast Until next time. Bye.